Our scripture today comes to us from Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 4 through 7 and verse 11. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Take wives and have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there and do not decrease. But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf. For in its welfare, you will find your welfare. For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for your welfare and not for harm. To give you a future filled with hope. The word of the Lord. Holy God, and this morning when we are again reminded of the news that the world has drifted far from where you have called it to be, we ask for a word of encouragement, a word of hope, a word of calling, that we might be of use to your slow coming kingdom. We pray it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Jeremiah wrote his prophecy after the Hebrews had been carried into exile in Babylon. Babylon is not where the Hebrews thought they should be. It's certainly not where they wanted to be. It felt like their lives were on a long detour. We know about detours because they confuse us. And they confuse us because we cherish our rights and our responsibilities to make choices. From the time that we were small children, we were taught, either rightly or wrongly, that our future depends on our choices. So we chose our college, and we chose our graduate studies. We chose our friends, we chose our spouses, we chose our values, we chose our theology. And our church, well, I know some of you are still working on that one, but we, we chose our lifestyle. And when you leave seminary, there will be choices about your future which are difficult, but you certainly don't want someone else making those choices for you. And yet it's only a matter of time before something happens that you did not choose. Maybe it's something to do with your health or the health of someone you love, something very, very threatening. Or maybe it has to do with a relationship that was once so tender but has now fallen apart and has left your heart in pieces. 
Or maybe you chose to apply for a job as you were preparing to leave here, or to a doctoral program, but they did not choose you. It feels like your life has gone on a long detour to a place that you did not choose. For the last two years, the whole world has been on a long detour because of COVID, something we clearly did not choose. And for much of this time, we tried to work and attend classes from our homes, which ironically turned home into a place of exile. Not really where we wanted to be. And then this morning, we woke up to hear the news that the Russians did indeed begin their attacks on Ukraine. And it is again clear that the world's on a very, very long detour from the peaceable reign of Christ. Yes, we know about detours. Just before we get to our text today, we're told of a pro false prophet named Hananiah who told the Hebrews exactly what they wanted to hear, which was that this exile will not last long. So the word of the Lord came to the prophet Jeremiah to say, no, this exile will, will not be short. Sometimes when my wife and I are driving to someone's house for dinner, if I'm driving, I'll sometimes look at her and say, I'm going to show you why you married me. I think I know a shortcut. <laughs> and Dawn no longer argues with me. She just pulls out her phone and calls our host and says, we're going to be a little late. <laughs> When you find your life is exiled from where you want it to be, don't look to the Bible to find a shortcut out. Because what the Bible will consistently tell you is what it's telling us today, which is to seek the redemption of the place where you are now. So those of you who feel that you're not exactly at the right place, maybe you even received your choice and discovered it was not paradise, maybe that's been part of your experience of seminary. Those of you who find that you are on a detour, hear the word of the Lord as it has come from the prophet Jeremiah. Here's what you are to do. Build houses and live in them. Plant crops and eat their produce. Take spouses and have children. And seek the welfare of the city. In the Hebrew, this is our cherished word, shalom. Seek the shalom of the city where I have sent you into exile. For in its welfare, you will find your welfare. So if you are trying to discern your calling, 
Here it is. Live your life. Go to the next class. Attend the next meeting. Plant crops and stay with it through the seasons. Love your neighbors, even those, especially those who are not like you. Seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you. Seek the welfare of the Babylonians, even those who you think are responsible for your exile. Seek their welfare. Now maybe you were hoping for a more heroic calling than that. But from the perspective of heaven, nothing is more heroic than acts of faithfulness done day after day after day. Even if you're in a place that you would rather not be. For in seeking its welfare, you will find your welfare. Then in verse 11, we get to one of the most beloved texts of all of Scripture. Surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for your welfare and not for harm. Plans for a future filled with hope. In God's way, in God's timing, the future will unfold with hope for all of us. For all of us, regardless of race, regardless of status and class, regardless of orientation, regardless of nationality, regardless of borders, a future is promised that will be filled with hope. But we cannot get to that incredible promise without attending to the verses that precede it that call us to diligently dig in with seeking the welfare of where we are now, of where the world is as it is today, to find in this our calling. Does God have plans for a future? Yes, here it is. It's, it's filled with hope. That's all we know, and that's all we need to know. The more pressing question is not does God have a plan for the future, but does God have a plan for today? And here that is provided as well. God's plan, God's call for us today is to seek the welfare of our families, of our seminary community, Seek the welfare of the church in the academy. Seek the welfare of our society that is crumbling under injustice and violence. Seek the welfare of creation that is groaning in travail. For in seeking its shalom, we will find our Shalom. If you cannot find 
shalom along the way in the journey, you will not find it at the end. We tend to think that joy comes from getting what we want, but in my experience, it more typically comes as a surprise. Like when we thought we were just on another long detour, only to discover it was the path to our shalom. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.